You're listening to The Marketing Funnel Show, episode number 70. Did you know that you have a 537% chance of increasing sales when you use the principles of persuasion? Okay, maybe not 537%, but a lot more. Not sure what those principles of persuasion actually are? Let's jump into that today and we'll talk about how you can start to use this in your marketing funnel to easily get business results without worry. Welcome to the Marketing Funnel Show. I'm your host, Michelle Evans, and this is the podcast for coaches, experts, and online business owners to learn how to go from simply surviving to sold out using the power of marketing funnels. All right, let's jump into today's show. Hey, hey, welcome back to another great week and Thanks for letting The Marketing Funnel Show be a part of your week. Are you a subscriber of The Marketing Funnel Show? If not, I want to invite you and encourage you to hit the subscribe button in your podcast app of choice so that you never miss out on an episode. And if you're listening to this on my website, that's great too. Just be sure that you're on my email list because I send an email out each week as well. We've got a ton of great insights to cover and you don't wanna miss out on any of this, right? In fact, if you want to, you can jump over and take the um, quiz to find out the right marketing funnel for your business. It's at michellelevans.com forward slash quiz and I'll link to it in today's show notes which you can find at themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 70. All right, today, we are talking about the principles of persuasion. And I'm not talking about icky, like mind control kind of persuasion. This is the kind of persuasion that makes marketing fun. This is the kind of persuasion that gets your audience like hooked and engaged and excited about what you have to offer. And these principles of persuasion that we're going to be talking about were actually created by Dr. Robert Cialdini back in 1984, a long time ago. So this is not something new and crazy that we're talking about. This is tried and true. And, um, you know, the top advertising agencies around the world all use these principles of persuasion when they're coming up with ads. Um, Top online marketers use this. These are really, really important things for you to know and to start to incorporate into your own marketing. Because when you understand how to use these principles in your own business, everything will change. It'll change how your audience responds to you. It'll change, you know, giving you just like that roadmap of what you want to do and why you're doing it. Because when you match up the principles of persuasion with your marketing funnel, you can create a profit engine that attracts clients, students, and customers for years to come, right? You want buyers coming into your business. First things first, if you want to read all about this instead of, you know, just listening to me um, talk about it, or, you know, let's be honest, If you want to listen (laughs) on Audible, I love Audible. This is not a commercial for Audible. They're not paying me for this, but I love Audible because it lets me quote unquote read (laughs) books in a really easy way as I'm doing other things, right? Um, But you can get this book physically or you can get it on Audible. 
Uh, it's called Influence, The Psychology of Persuasion. Again, it's by Dr. Robert Cialdini, and I'll link to it in today's show notes as well. I love the Audible version, and I listen to it at least a couple times a year to just remind myself of why these things are so darn important. And I have to be honest, I first read this book, I think maybe in the late 1990s, maybe 2000. I've read this book more times than I can even tell you. And it's because it is so good. And every time I read it, I get more out of it. And in his book, Cialdini explains the psychology of why people say yes and how to apply these principles in your everyday life. And this is so important for you and I as online business owners, especially because we don't have the opportunity for the most part to meet people in person, right? We're, you know, they're saying yes to our email address. They're saying yes to this faceless, um, I don't know, email that shows up in their inbox. And so being able to use these can help you become a person to your audience and help them understand why you, why now, why your offer, why what you have is so important. And so today we'll start the process of taking these um, principles and and I'll show you how to apply them to your marketing funnel because they'll make a huge difference in how effective your marketing funnel actually is for your audience and your own results. So the original six pillars of persuasion are number one, reciprocity, number two, commitment and consistency, number three, social proof, number four, liking, number five, authority, number six, scarcity. All of these principles have stood the test of time since the early 1980s. And in the last few years, Cialdini has um, augmented these original six with a seventh pillar based on how online marketing has really changed how we uh, persuade and influence people. And so the seventh pillar is unity. So today we're gonna tackle the first pillar in depth so you can start to use it. And over the next few weeks, I'll go more in depth into each of the seven pillars because I want you to not just know what they are, but to start to say, okay, here's how I can use them. Here's where I can use them. Here's why I want to use them. And you know, these are such an important piece of the marketing puzzle that I wanna make sure that we have time and space to really dive in, again, not only to what these are, but examples and why you want to use it. So let's dive into number one today, which is reciprocity. I went to the source of all internet knowledge, right? Wikipedia, for the official definition of reciprocity. And Wikipedia states reciprocity is the norm. Uh, The norm of reciprocity requires that we repay in kind what another has done for us. It can be understood as the expectation that people will respond favorably to each other by returning benefits for benefits and responding with either indifference or hostility to harms. Or in other words, in many social situations, we pay back what we receive from others, right? This is a deeply ingrained human behavior that can be traced back thousands and thousands of years in pretty much all world cultures. I mean, moms know this really well. I know that if I ask a friend to help me out and watch one of my kids, um, you know, because something came up, 
I'm pretty much guaranteed to watch their kid in return. And that's fine. I'm totally fine with that. I don't want to be a taker. I want things to be even, Stephen, right? I want to keep things even. And I want to make sure that if I'm in a childcare pinch in the future, like if I have a sick kid all of a sudden, that I can go back to this person and say, hey, could you help me out? Just, you know, watch one of these guys for me. It's a wonderful circle of giving and receiving, right? And think about this for yourself. If someone does a favor for you, don't you feel obligated to do something for them? Probably. Recently, we had a really big historical snowstorm in Seattle. It was the biggest in like, I don't know, more than 60 years. And my hubby and I were not prepared for that darn snowstorm as we should have been. We didn't even have a snow shovel because in the almost 12 years of living in this house, we have never needed one. And so Snowmageddon 2019 dumped almost 24 inches on our house in a short period of time. And I went outside uh, one afternoon to watch the kids as they were sledding to discover that our neighbor had shoveled our driveway, our sidewalk, and the street in front of our driveway so that we could get in and out easy. We have kind of not a huge hill in our driveway, but we have a little bit of a hill, so it can be challenging when it's icy. I was blown away and so incredibly thankful, and I couldn't believe that he was out there doing that, and we were inside and had no idea. Um, So I did what any good neighbor would do. I had my husband make his famous chocolate chip cookies and we took him a big plate along with our sincere thanks. And I can tell you, you know, this spring and this summer, we'll look for ways to pay them back as well. And again, my husband is really good at baking delicious treats way better than I am. So I always turn to him for those, you know, thank you treats. That's the principle of reciprocity, right? Well, that exact same principle is why businesses give out free samples. I mean, think like Costco, your local grocer, a farmer's market. They'll say, hey, you want to have a bite? You want to try this? Isn't it good? Would you like to buy some to take home? I mean, that's kind of the principle of reciprocity. I'll give you some, and if you like it, you can give me back. That's why businesses give out free content like blogs, podcasts, videos, webinars, and more. And that's why businesses give out trial periods like a try before you buy, Um, especially for subscription services or bigger purchases because you're going to feel more obligated to buy because you have that trial or it's actually harder to not buy because you've already signed up, right? And that's why online businesses give out a freebie like a lead magnet. Basically, when you offer something first, people will feel a sense of indebtedness to you, which will make them much more likely to say yes to your requests, to your asks, and to your offers. In fact, a number of years back, I had this exact same feeling for Pat Flynn. I will not forget this. It was like probably November of 2013. So back in back then, I, I'm pretty sure it was November, I was trying to start my first podcast, which was called The Breaking Free Tribe. To get started on this podcast, I think in September, I had bought two different podcasting courses, but both were absolutely awful. They were super technical. They required me to spend thousands of dollars on equipments like soundboards and all these things. And I was like, hmm. I'm not even sure I'm totally committed to this. I don't want to spend $10,000 on stuff. 
Um, and the courses themselves were really overwhelming. They were super like techie, techie, techie. I knew that I wasn't going to be editing my own podcast. Like I just wanted to know the down and dirty. How do I get a podcast out the door? So when I went to trusty old Google and typed out how to start a podcast, up pop Pat's how to completely free, very in-depth tutorial on how to do a podcast. And I knew Pat had a podcast, so I already trusted him. So Pat made the whole thing simple and straightforward. I didn't have to opt in for any of this. It was 100% free. And Pat told me which WordPress plugin to buy. Like he streamlined the whole thing. He told me how to connect my podcast host to the plugin and how to get my podcast on platforms like Apple Podcasts or iTunes in those days. He made it so simple and so straightforward. I watched I watched his videos, I did the steps, and within like a week, my podcast was up and running. And about three weeks after I stumbled onto his blog post, I was ready to submit my first, I think, three or five episodes to Apple Podcasts, and I was off and running. I would never have gotten my podcast going without Pat's free tutorial, or at least that's how I felt. And I was like, geez, I spend all these this money on these other courses. I wish I could pay you. And I had no way to pay Pat back. At that time, he did not have a course or anything that I could buy um, about, you know, podcasting. So I sent him an email. I just said, you know, thank you so much. This was tremendous for helping me. Is there any way I can pay you for this? And he was super kind and emailed back and said, no, he was just happy that it helped. Well, guess what? A few years later, Pat had his own podcast plugin called Smart Podcast Player. And when I decided to start up this podcast, I had zero questions about which podcast player to go with. It was Pat's, obviously. I bought his podcast player and I'll happily pay him for it for a long time to come because A, I trust Pat. B, he helped me tremendously when I was first getting started and I was confused. And C, he uses it with his own podcast. I know without a doubt his podcast player is worth it and it works. And Pat knows the value of reciprocity as well. When you go check out Pat's tutorial, you will see that at the very bottom section, it taps into reciprocity. So this is what it says at Pat's site. And I'll link to this so you can go check this out yourself and see exactly what Pat's done. He updates it every so often and it's, uh, I think he just recently updated it. So again, you can go to today's show notes, which is at themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 70 and it'll link right to this. But here's how Pat uses, taps into that reciprocity. So at the very bottom of the screen, after you've seen the videos and the tutorials and he's given you all of this great information, Pat says, thank you. I appreciate you. I truly hope you enjoyed this tutorial. I spent over 50 hours putting this tutorial together for you and I know it'll help you fast track your way to a successful podcast. If it has helped you in any way, please do me a favor and let me know in the comment section below and also share this tutorial using the social media buttons at the bottom of the post. Thank you. Cheers. And I'll see you and your podcast on iTunes very soon. That is how effective the principle of reciprocity is. 
Again, I'll link to Pat's updated version of this blog post in today's show notes, which you can find again at themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 70 or in your podcast app. It'll be right in there. It's worth taking a read through, even if you're not interested in starting a podcast yourself, but you can see just how effective this principle of reciprocity can be both now and in the long term. I mean, I first came across this in 2013, it's 2019, and I still remember and feel uh, a sense of gratitude and thankfulness and reciprocity towards Pat. Obviously, I just spent, I don't know, five minutes telling you this story. So there are three keys to bringing the reciprocity principle into your business. Key number one is offer something first. Sometimes I call this warm-up content. The basic idea is that you want to give first before you take, before you ask for anything in return. Give first, give freely, and give often. The second key is offer something exclusive. So this is something that you could do. This works especially well with promotional partners and with others who can influence and refer potential buyers your way. And key number three is to personalize the offer. This is why I love quizzes so much and why a lot of my clients and students end up making a quiz because at the free level, it is hard to get more personalized than getting your own personal quiz results. But another way you could personalize is to just, you know, use somebody's name. So let's talk about how you can use reciprocity to attract your audience and build, you know, that reciprocity with you. So reciprocity in action number one is content marketing. Let me be perfectly clear. One of the best reciprocity strategies you can use in your own business is to have a consistent content marketing strategy. So what is content marketing? Well, I want you to choose a platform that fits with what you like. Do you like to write? Blog. Do you like to talk? podcast. Like, do you like to make videos? Awesome. Videos are live streaming. It's your thing, right? I want you to choose a platform that already aligns with who you are, with what your um, skill set uh, skill set is, and show up on a regular basis to freely give to your audience. The key is to offer something for free first, to warm up your audience and to allow them to feel a sense of indebtedness to you. Like, wow, you're helping me so much with this free stuff. In fact, according to HubSpot, a huge marketing platform online, if you don't know HubSpot, they're they're massive. They uh, are all about content marketing and they work with some of the top companies in the world. And they have done this study that shows that content marketing receives three times more leads than paid search advertising. So it is worth your effort. It is worth it to put in a great content marketing strategy. You wanna pick your platform and create content that your audience wants. Then you can have reciprocity in action, just like with the blog post that I'll link or the the how-to post that uh, Pat Flynn does, right? Reciprocity in action number two, value-packed training. Copy blogger is a beast in building up reciprocity with their insanely valuable resources and trainings. I love Copyblogger. 
Some of their uh, valuable resources and trainings are even offered before they even ever ask you for an email address. Neil Patel is another one who is great at this. Very, very detailed, valuable information with almost zero ask of the audience up front. They give, 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 give. These are more advanced strategies, but for people who love to teach and train things, there are things like eBooks, how-to guides, webinars, and in-depth training and video with video or audio, right? Um, so again, Pat Flynn's would be an example of this, but I'll also link to Copyblogger and Neil Patel's site so that you can check out you know, what they offer and just see how that aligns with their audience. These are all great ways to pump up the volume on the reciprocity principle. And honestly, your audience is going to thank you for it because they're getting so much good stuff. But this, um, you know, ebooks, how-to guides, webinars, uh, in-depth videos or audios, this is a more advanced strategy. So if you're still trying to figure this out, start with reciprocity. Um, number one, just pick a platform and show up and give value uh, weekly or however often you want to do it on a consistent basis and then ease into this one because this one does take a lot more. I mean, you saw Pat said he spent 50 hours on that last um, tutorial that he put together. It's a lot of work. And so you don't want to start there. You want to start with something simpler. Reciprocity in action number three, free resources. Free resources can take someone from a stranger to a client very, very quickly when you do this the right way. Two of my favorite examples of this are Lead Quizzes and Interact. Both are marketing quiz platforms. I, I use Lead Quizzes, Interact. I've had a lot of clients and students who use that. They're both great platforms. If you've ever thought of maybe doing a quiz for your business, these two platforms have insanely valuable resources for you even before you're um, in trial or a customer or anything. Lead Quizzes offers a little over 50 quiz templates, 100% for free. So you can say, wow, I'm a nutrition coach. They have nutrition coach quizzes that you can take a look at. No email needed. You don't have to be a client. They've put these quiz templates together free for the taking and the perusing. And of course, it's easy to find one and then just click start my trial to, to go from you know, a stranger to a, to a potential client right there. That's a very effective strategy. Interact does the same thing and they even take it a step further. First, Interact created a blog post titled the top 50 marketing quizzes, which is pretty interesting for somebody who wants to use a quiz to grow their, their business. So this is not quizzes specific for marketing, it's quizzes to market your business. So they have quizzes for realtors and personal trainers and coaches and consultants and I don't know, like they have just a bajillion quizzes on there. Um, and then second, they put together over 180 quiz templates on a ton of topics and industries. And again, these are totally free for you to use and peruse. And they make it super easy to get started right from the template. This is some pretty slick marketing and it works for both of these companies like crazy. I'll link to all of those. So the quiz templates and the article on the top 50 marketing quizzes, I'll link to all of those in today's show notes, which again, you can find at themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 70 or in your podcast app. All right, reciprocity in action number four, free trial. 
Both lead quizzes and interact do number three and four seamlessly and brilliantly. If you have a program, a product, or a service that people join and then pay you on an ongoing basis, annually, monthly, whatever, a free trial may be a great way to use the principle of reciprocity. Spotify and Pandora both do this really well as well. You can listen to either platform totally free, but the, on the free version, you're going to get these periodic interruptions with ads, right? I mean, you, you've tried this on, I'm sure. If you haven't, just go try Pandora or Spotify. So they let you know, hey, you can listen to this ad free for just a small monthly fee. In fact, if you want to try it out right now, we'll give you, you know, a short period of time to test and you can see for yourself how amazing the ad-free experience could be. YouTube does this as well, right? Every time I log into YouTube, they're trying to get me to, to upgrade to YouTube Red so that I won't get the ads. Um, and then it just says, hey, want to try? Why would they do that? Well, again, the whole idea of reciprocity is that when someone says yes and signs up for the free trial, it's a lot more effort to say no and to cancel it instead of just continuing in pain, right? I mean, it's nice to listen without ads. And so after you test it out and you fall in love, now you're a customer. Reciprocity in action number five. Offer something exclusive. If you've ever seen a big online marketer launch like Marie Forleo with B-School or Jeff Walker with the product launch formula, um, it seems like suddenly every person in your inbox is promoting their stuff, right? They're everywhere. That's because so many people are busy promoting these programs so that they can get affiliate commissions. So what are people like you and I to do when we're not some like eight or nine figure launch machine? Well, you can still use that same principle of reciprocity to offer something that, um, that partners of yours would really find valuable and exclusive. In an interview I heard a while back, the co-founder of Buffer, the Buffer app, uh, which does social media scheduling, Leo uh, Widrich mentioned that they gained about 100,000 users for Buffer as a direct result of doing 150 different guest posts. Talk about some serious return on time investment because those 100,000 people pay them month after month after month after month, right? Buffer created exclusive blog partnerships with other companies who had audiences that would be interested in the Buffer software. And Buffer provided these companies with unique content not found anywhere else, not on Buffer's blog, not on any other company that Buffer's working with just for them. So what happened? Well, these other platforms were more than happy to return um, this content exclusivity by heavily promoting the, the content to their audience on social media, sometimes even with paid ads. So this other company is paying to get people to read this blog post of theirs, but the blog post is all about Buffer. So it is a win, win, win all around. It's a win for Buffer because they get more eyeballs on their article for no extra effort. Like they write this once, they give it to their partner, this exclusive content to their partner, and their partner's off and running. It's a win for the company part who was their partner because they get this fantastic exclusive post to promote. And it's a win for their audience because it helps them in their own business understand more about social media, right? And finally, reciprocity in action number six is personalize it. And I mentioned this, uh, you know, as, as the keys before we dove into all of these examples, but 
A company named Evergage did an annual study with ResearchScape International, and they released their finding in a report called 2018 Trends in Personalization. They found that first, 88% of marketers who responded to them say that their customers and prospects expect a personalized experience. So they expect that things are personalized. Number two, 98% of marketers agree personalization helps advance customer relationships. People feel good and stick around longer when you personalize the content. And number three, 87% of marketers reported a measurable lift from their personalization efforts. So basically, if they use somebody's name in an email or they didn't use somebody's name in an email, the one where they use their name would result in a lot more sales, a lot more engagement than kind of just the standard same old, same old. And that, that last one is important to know that there's a measurable lift from personalization efforts. Simply putting someone's name in an email you send can make a massive difference. This does not have to be hard. 87% again of the people who responded reported that they saw a measurable lift from personalizing things. And it's simple. Use your audience's name whenever possible. Make it feel like you're talking to them. So just as a recap with all of these great strategies that we talked about today, the, the top thing that I want you to remember is give first, then you'll get in return. And in order to amplify the effects of reciprocity, it's important to incite a feeling of indebtedness by offering something for free first. Provide something exclusive and unique to the recipient so they feel special. And again, this is why I think quizzes are so great. And make sure that they know that it's from you. And also, don't just give once. Give all the time. Be consistent. Your goal is to create a feeling of debt and maintain that feeling over time. But here's where it gets a little tricky. If you give solely with the expectation of getting, it's not going to work. It sounds counterintuitive, but it is true. You need to create gives that truly create that feeling of being in debt to you without trying to make them feel in debt to you. So you don't want to be like, hey, I'll give you this, but only if you give me something back, right? <laughs> you, you, the reciprocity principle seems straightforward. You give something and you get something in return, but you got to do it with the right um, energy, the right heart, you know, all that kind of stuff. So the question for you is how will you use this in your marketing? How are you going to use this idea of reciprocity in your marketing? I'd love to know what comes up for you. Hit me up on social media or just email me, michelle at michellelevans.com. I love to hear from listeners like you so that together we can create a podcast that's valuable, that's helpful, and that gets you on the road to the marketing insights that you want to grow your business. As you were listening to this, did you think of someone who could use these insights about reciprocity? They are so powerful in building a solid business that grows with a committed buyer audience. If so, would you do both of us a big favor and share this episode with them? It's so easy to do from whatever podcasting app you're listening on or just share the URL for today's show, which you can find at themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 70 and your friend can listen there. 
Also, are you wondering how to use the principles of reciprocity to get results in your business without worry? You are invited to find out which marketing funnel is right for your business. Just go to michellelevans.com forward slash quiz to take the quick quiz and I'll show you exactly how to get started. You can experience for yourself exactly how the principle of reciprocity works so that you can put it to use in your own business. Okay, you're gonna wanna make sure that you tune in next week as we go into the second pillar of persuasion and each week after that as we really dive into each of these because they're gonna be really valuable in helping to turn your marketing into a, into a vehicle that's fun and engaging and that your audience looks forward to. Have an amazing week and I'll see you back here next week, same time, same place, on another great episode of The Marketing Funnel Show.